Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Wow, I just got to say, um, it's December 3rd. I'm heading on up to go uh, get this rent paid. I got to say, you never know. You never know how your TikTok videos are going to affect the populace. I would say the whole point of putting up TikTok videos is to use it as a beacon to find like-minded souls, to find that harmony uh, betwixt you, to find your uh, possible collaborators. Because, you know, if, if a bunch of other people are commenting on a video that's highly vibrational and it means a lot to them and they're going, yep, 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 I've been talking about this all week and all of a sudden I see this, um, this video about it that resonates with me with this thing. And all of a sudden, here it is, synchronistically, it appears before me. When you get all these people who are magnetized to that type of high vibrational thing, what, what, what's cool is now they all know that they are safe with each other to talk about these kinds of things. Now they can follow each other. Now they can watch each other's videos and be inspired. It's a wonderful beacon. And yesterday, I had, I think, 750 followers uh, 750 people watching my videos. Don't ask me how it got that high. I have no idea. Um, I'm just putting up absurd stuff up there on the Inspirato Projecto TikTok channel. And I decided finally to put up Dolores Cannon. A little clip. I've been talking about Dolores Cannon. You've heard me talk about Dolor Dolores Cannon. Like crazy, I finally put up a, a clip of her talking about the new Earth. Um, and... What's, it, what's interesting is there were a lot of people who resonated with this. And I, I couldn't believe it. One of those videos got like 15,000 views. I couldn't believe it. So then I go, I'm going to put up another Dolores Cannon video. You know, if there are people who resonate with this, okay, why not? Why not do another one? So I did another Dolores Cannon video. That one got another 15,000 views. So then I put up a, a third one today. Um, I don't know what that's climbed up to at this moment. If I try to look over on my TikTok and on what's going on here. Anyway, the thing is, now I have 1,800 viewers and now I can do live TikToks. I want to do some drawing, live drawing TikToks. Um, a lot of folks don't know how to draw and maybe they're just waiting for that specific way of it being taught to them. Maybe they're just looking for someone who's giving them permission to experiment, to test stuff out, especially from when it's from the comfort of your own home. So I'm going to start doing live TikToks. And uh, wow, I mean, I, I'm, just I'm just blown away. I'm blown away. This is yet another example of the fact that when you just put out what resonates with you, you're going to find those other people that resonate with you, no matter what. There's no lack of abundance. There's no reason to look at someone and go, oh my God, well, they got 3 million followers. I only have, you know, 700. It's like, uh, okay, that's fine. That's not taking anything away from you. That's how many they were able to, to bring about through their particular avenue of expression.
and you find no wonder why these people have so many followers because they're, they're, they are so deeply uh, uh, appreciative, in love with, get a big kick out of, fill in the blank there, it's a Mad Lib, uh, their own art form. They're enjoying their art form. There's that old phrase that says, to be interesting, you have to become interested. Be interested, you look interesting. But it's crazy because you can't go, oh, I'm going to look very interested in this thing and then maybe I'll look interesting. No, anybody could tell through the poser, that poser sheen. They can see through that. It's got to be authentic. That's what we're talking about, authenticity here. Be authentically interested in the very thing that you're creating. And uh, it's interesting. I'm passing by a homeless guy right now. Looks like an old cowboy. He's got a um, cardboard cardboard wall, cardboard uh, gallery, and he's hanging uh, he's hanging uh, colored looks like stuff that's from coloring books, stuff that he's colored and he's hanging it up there. I don't know if he's selling these things, but I mean, look at someone is is going to get something of that. Someone's going to buy buy that. There's certain things that resonate with people. And we should never feel some sort of lack of abundance because those people over there happen to have a group of people resonating with that. It just take, takes nothing away. What it does is it sends a message to us that we just keep diving deeper into what we absolutely love doing. That's, that's the thing. That's the thing. This kind of, for, for some reason, what's popping in my brain is uh, in Swingers, for instance. Uh... John Favreau's character is just completely missing his ex-girlfriend. So sad. He's so sad. He's moved out to California from Chicago um, and missing his girlfriend, missing his girlfriend. And Vince Vaughn tells him, look, or one of his buddies tells him, look, you're going to have to forget about her. It has to be authentic. You have to actually truly forget about her, about that girl, and then she'll call you back. But you can't pretend. You know, it's, 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 it's weird. It's like they sense it. As soon as you let go, then they feel that you've actually let them go. And sure enough, in the movie, this, this is what happens. He, he found, a, you know, a closeness and a, a rapport with Heather Graham's character. All of a sudden, he ends up getting a phone call, and it's his ex-girlfriend. So it's that kind of thing. You have to just kind of do what you're doing and not hope for the affection. Can't expect the affection. It's why people are torturing themselves with their art. They're hoping for an affection. They're building it up. They're building up an affection. Um, I, think, I think if the intention is to... Know, knowing that you're putting out the possibility, you're putting out the beacon to find the other people who resonate with you, then there's no pressure. There's no sadness. There's no competition. There's no worry about, quote, making it, unquote. All you have to do, all you have to worry to do, if you're going to even worry, if you're even going to let worry be a part of the equation, all you have to worry to do is to just to make more of your perspective, your, your artistic expression. Because the more you do that, the more you start seeing what you're really actually made of. And if you're doing it right, if you're really doing art, it's really coming from the subconsciousness. So you too can be just as shocked by the outcome 
as, as a person who's seeing it for the first time. All right, I got to go into the bank now. We'll uh, talk more later, but look up Dolores Cannon, D-O-L-O-R-E-S-C-A-N-N-O-N. Look up anything that has new earth attached. It's mind explosive. Dude, I was just gonna say that they didn't come home to warm welcome. They were they were spit at. They're called baby killers, and you know, and everybody just believed whatever the news told them. And it's like they're not there in the circumstance of what that's like, you know. And and maybe they've strapped a bomb into the back of this baby, you know. And they've seen it so many times that they've sent the baby in there, and it blows up their platoon. So now they're like, well, do I shoot that baby before it gets to us? Or yeah. you know, who, am I a baby killer? You, you know, know so. Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, but it becomes one of those decisions where you're going, oh, my God, you know, this is a very tough one. This is, is it strapped to a bomb? Well, this is what they would do, like, out there. They would, they would send off little children with, with bombs strapped on them. So our, our guys would be like, oh, come here, you know, <laughs> feeling like they were saving them. And as soon as we'll call it baby boom. Baby boom. <laughs> baby boom. That's why you guys are called baby boomers. <laughs> That's right. That's where the term comes from. Baby God, boomers. Baby boom. <laughs> but um, you know, like in World War Two, they uh, you walk out uh, they was, like towards the end of the <laughs> towards the end of the war, like they would send out German soldiers with one Panzerschreck or bazooka, right, with one round, and they would like pop up, fire it at the tank, and then put up their white flag. And really? So, and like, so you get a shot really, in yeah. first before they, they surrender. Like, you know, let me do that before I surrender. And so they, at, at a certain point. The American guys, like, if they saw them with the white flag, they just shot them. Cause it oh, was like, God. Fuck you, you know? Like, you've the same concept. It's like, yeah. you more, morally, your first, oh, no, 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 the first time, cool. you wouldn't just shoot the kid. It's not like you're right. a baby killer. It's right. the fact that, like, this isn't what it seems. Right. Like, it is a trick. I mean, it's, that's the whole point. It's an, it's an optical illusion, right? I mean, like, someone's trying to trick you. By saying like, "Oh, kids are innocent; they would never hurt me," and then it's a bomb. Like, how else could you just, you know? It's like you when know, you're faced the, with the that decision Trojan in that horse, moment, you know? and there's no authority figure to go, "Hey, okay, hey, this is the rules," you know, that kind of thing is not there. There's no like, "Okay, lay off." No, yeah, you know, there's no ethical part of war, right? You know? Like, there's stories of people who like they're running a checkpoint. Um, like my dad had a friend who told him about this. He was running a checkpoint in Iraq. And this car is just coming at them and coming at them and it won't stop. And they're yelling in Iraq, you know, stop, stop in Iraqi and all that. And they had to, he had to end up firing into it. And it was like, you know, a woman and a bunch of children. And it's like, but they, the, oh, the thing boy. is, if a car is coming in at that speed and won't stop, it's probably a bomb. Because that's what happens, you know, it's like, but they just were like, get me through the border. How, how do you tell? Like, right. No, like, no one's telling you <clears throat> not to do that. It's so interesting because both, both perspectives that are – or all perspectives that are involved with that is like she's with that motivation of like, oh, my gosh, you know, am I free yeah. yet? Am I free yet? Yeah, let me get in These guys are like, oh, my God, is this going to be an enemy? Is this going to be an enemy? You know, so now it's like what a crazy – wow, man. There's no ethics in a, in a war zone. I mean, there is, like, I mm-hmm. mean, there's crimes of war, right? The retribution after. Anyway, start up, I don't mean to make it dark. <laughs> no, no, but it's interesting because a friend of mine, Eric Kleinberg, from way back when, um, I met him through this organization called Vietnam. Have you ever heard of this? I have not. Vietnam, it was an organization that was formed, and it's interesting. This happened around the time that Born on the Fourth of July was, it came out and Full Metal Jacket. You know, a lot of these movies that are Vietnam-oriented, well... <clears throat> 
was around that year that they actually had the welcome home parade for the veterans. They finally had the welcome home parade. Like you were saying earlier, they got spat at when they got off the airplanes and, and, and people were calling them baby killers and, you know, just, just hated their guts. Because what they saw on the news and stuff, you know, they're, they're, right. they're that, not there. They that. Yeah. yeah. And, and so was, these poor people, a... they have to live with this thing. Like you were talking about earlier with the integration of stuff. Like they're helping them integrate into, you know, helping yeah. them kind of, okay. I, I listened you know, to like, this guy, uh, Wilco John, like, what's his name? Anyway. Uh, he's like a Navy SEAL or ex-Navy SEAL commander, and he's really fucking badass. I mean, he looks like the white Mike Tyson or something. He's just a complete monster. Okay. But okay. the point is that he's really, really smart. And uh, what was I going to tell He was, he, damn it, I was, I watched a interview with him. I lost my train of thought, sorry. Sometimes that happens. Well, I mean, did it have to do with the fact that there was no, there's no like treatment for oh, any of those so, so veterans? He was talking, yeah. Sorry, thank you. He was talking about uh, like when they do these, like when you're a Navy SEAL or something like that. When they bring you back after like a long mission, or, like sometimes the, the recoup or like the you know re-civilization takes like a year or two years, uh, like because they're undercover, they're in this mode of 100% survival and tactics. Dude. People are trying to kill you. That always is, watching, like, always being careful, manage, always... Ma- manage that stress, you know, it takes a strong mind, and they're in yeah. a certain state of mind. And to get out of that, to come back to civilization, it takes a long time for some of them. And these programs, like, they live in that country or something, or, like, they live back in the country, but away from their family. 100%. They can't even interact with their, you know, wife or children because they are not them. You know what I mean? It's like, it's true. They really are, like I said, like not de-civilized or not dehumanized, but like de-civilized. They're, they're no longer a civilian. They are well, And a it's also a, that brainwashing technique where we're going, we're going to wash away this personality oh, and replace it with this instead. And give you all reasons to believe why that's that's one that you're now going to get behind. You right. know, you because, have to scrub. Because at that level, if you do think about your family or your children in any set, in any of the decisions, you and your men are dead. Right. You know, it's that serious. Is the way he describes it as well. But that's the, that's their level of dedication to being a seal and a seal commander and all that. I can't Crazy. imagine. Yeah, like being in charge of a group Having of guys. Having that heightened like awareness. Crazy. I remember there was a time I was on a, a, a subway, and there was this guy, he was still in his camouflage. He just came home from, I think it was Afghanistan. And he was like, you know, anyone who's given any sort of, you know, anyone who's acting like a badass, it was like he, he was just really monitoring everything that was going on. <clears throat> so I started talking with him. And uh, turns out, yeah, he just came back and he was telling me about how he was, he was just recently, he was sent home after getting out of the hospital, after um, his truck and his buddies were driving along and they hit uh, a land, uh, they either hit a landmine or like a, a rocket hit there and it just, and it knocked him out of the, out of the Jeep and it knocked him unconscious and, and, uh, and it was like, Oof. Just to think, like, he is fresh right out of that mindset and still in that right. mindset. He is still in this sort of, like, playset. Let alone mentally recovering, which is the longer-term longer, longer term part, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the hard part. You can physically recover, but mentally 
I mean, like, how can you not be scared when you're riding in a Jeep again? Or something. It's like just like fish, yeah. you know, certain triggers or like whatever. It's yeah. so instantaneous. And that, Cars that, backfiring. And... Yeah. It's like, you know, if you've ever been in a, a bad car accident, and I mean bad is not like just a fender bender, but we're like, you know, like a head-on collision or something like that. Like the level of violence is heightened, you know, it's, it's something you can't, you know, fathom unless it's happened to you. And then for a little bit after that accident, you're kind of weary. Yeah. You know, you're like, you drive a little slower, and, but then it goes away with time. So the idea is to be able to then, like, okay, if we can, if if it's possible, see, this is what's interesting when I think about things like this, like just these kinds of possibilities in the most extreme senses, military is a very extreme one because it's replacing an old personality. They're, they're beating it down. It's like, it's like hammering, hammering the clay back into a flat surface and now we're gonna sculpt it into something. Right. We're gonna replace this with this now. And so if that's possible, what that's, what's so kick-ass about that is that those who strive with that same determination and that same focus and that same exercise in that, in, in that, in that direction with anything that they put their mind to can be equally as powerful. And that, to me, is like, whoa, a huge, awesome thing. If, and not to become militaristic by any means in the way that we no. approach things, but in terms of the trust and the dedication and the and the having that kind of relationship with that thing because I'm sure that there's any military person who comes right up and they're like okay what do you what do you want me to do you want me to fix this or do that or something okay yes it's not even a question of can I ever do that or oh will I ever I, be able to do that it's just like yep I take care of that I had a school administrator in uh, high school who was ex uh, Air Force and like to give you a visual aid like he would tuck his hands behind like he it was like he was walking on base forever like in his office he had this crazy clock that was like i don't know like it's just a, a, a grid of dots and the way it was blinking or on told him what time it was like, i have no idea how he could read wow that. but he walked everywhere like this and it was like it wow was his, it was his way of life that like his discipline was always you know that, like it wow. it carried with him wow wow life. so almost like training himself to to retain that mindset of a soldier to be ready at any time to right. take care of business like whatever he's doing like he's he was like a not even a dean like there wasn't he wasn't even a disciplinary person he was something else and uh, again, so it's it interesting, interesting like to be able to have that determination and sort of in, in things like that and to be able to apply that to any sort of passion that we have and i mean look paulie was telling me about a number of different music projects that he had and, and a part of and it's like it's crazy because what what those are are just aspects various aspects of your personality you, you know? know one one group i left out how i met jeff Kohidi was in this band called uh, balance in the traveling sound mm. and uh he was he was going on vacation in like bermuda or something with his girlfriend so he needed a sub so i sat in on that band and um he just remembered me for some reason. Like ten years later, he emailed or Facebook messaged me out of the blue, saying, "Hey, and he we're was doing this fun before? project." Yeah, and heard from him in like ten years. And to be honest, I never played a gig with him. I just was his sub once. Incredible. And he's like, for some reason, he remembered me and he reached out to me on Facebook. That's he's awesome. Like, Check out. Would you be interested in this? We dress up. It's a lot of fun. It's like shenanigans on. St and I was like. That sounds just what I need. Wow. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And how cool was that? Because you, you, you just, you like, took an opportunity, you know, to just follow your, your it intuition, came at the your perfect excitement time. to go. Like, I just had my second child. 
and this other band I was in was all the way in Whittier, and we'd rehearse every week. And what was the name of that one? Mexico 68. We played the Joshua Tree Music Festival. We almost did... Uh, that must have been awesome. The Bottle Rock Festival. Nature. We almost did a couple different festivals, but then it just fell apart. But we, we rehearsed all the time, and we gig like every like 12 weeks. <laughs> Once every like six weeks or something. It wasn't a lot of shows. And when we'd play, there was like 12 of us. Wow. Third, with all the horn players, are like 13 members. <laughs> How so fun is that? No one just, it just paid. becomes this... You know, that, Scott used to play in a band called Herbal Roots, and yeah. it, was an, it would sound amazing, but yeah, yeah. there's so many people that no one yeah. got paid. Yeah. What are you getting, $20 out of a yeah. $400 show or something? Yeah. A polyphonic spree. There's like a whole community oh, yeah. of people who, who tour through that with that, you know? You're like, oh my god. I think that's one of the most impress, impressive parts about Slipknot being profitable for always like now I don't I don't think they have as many members now and they have a different drummer and all sorts of things but at one point it's like nine dudes made it like that's pretty insane and like a couple of the guys in the band are literally hitting kegs with bats like Jeez. and you know what I mean like can you imagine you're like yeah hell yeah I'm a part of this like it Dude. reminds me of like yellow card has a guy that plays violin and it's like nowadays with the way recording software is, I mean, you just add that in, but like, it's cool. Like they brought, they're like, yo, we really like playing music with this guy, but like, how do yeah. we put him in our pop, you know, pop punk band? I always, I always thought that was cool. And that's cool too, just to think that a vibe like Slipknot, you know, cause look, everyone has preferences for their music tastes and all kinds of whatnots. And so it's like, just to think that like a, 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 a group like that as, as is like, it's it's almost like it's a horror. It's almost like it's a band from a horror film or something. It's like the cast is is playing a yeah, musical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like having a Jason up there and a Michael Myers, and you know, and it's like, it's it's so crazy. This concept and the fact that it has worked so well and the way that it has, Over what that time, is, it's like yeah. such an extraordinary, like example to anybody out there to just simply follow their passions and their dreams. Because look what can happen. You just keep fueling it and keep funny up, coming up with fun ways to just keep making it. I mean, because look at how those are Halloween costumes. I'm sure of it. People are buying those Slipknot masks. Yeah, so there's, there's replica ones like, online cool that people it? make and whatever. Yeah. So what were you saying though? You you played in the band. Uh, and then the guy hired oh, yeah. you. Mexico 66. So yeah, you, I, you, I don't want to take away from that. Oh, no, no, no. That no, was this it. is extraordinary hodgepodge. Of no, I was just ready to be done with that band. And this band came up. It was a lot closer. And I, well, I can't tell gigs. you how many people, at least my age, like I'm 26. I can't tell you how many people my age would turn down an act just because they had to dress up. And like, right. it's cool that you didn't like think about that. You're like, okay, dress up, whatever. But like... You know, whatever it's it. Not every band has like, and I'm I'm gonna call it for like a better term, gimmick, like you know, a catch or something, a catchphrase. It's a certain like, personality, right? You know, like, it's like, like but it's really cool, like the way you guys do it, because it, it's very thorough. Like like the the story, like my dad was reading up on you guys, and he see he's like, oh, so you know, a bunch of them are brothers, and I was like, yeah. like I was like, yeah, dad, they're not a band of brothers, yeah, yeah dude. Like, they're not actually. I'm like, those are the stage names, but like. The, the names are great, dude, and like, like the whole, like, like again, it's an act, it's a performance, and that like, it's more, like a musical. Guys, it's like a you guys sound incredible, but like, it's one thing to sound good, and another to like what you guys are selling and what the value is is the the performance. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, I, how fun can, to hear! Because I've I've always thought like, especially as a drummer, like there's 
being able to perform any musician like there's being able to play a song and then being able to perform yeah. a song like, yeah you really you put at, spirit into it you know right, you kind of right. let it inhabit you you let it right. I mean dude it's crazy but I don't know what he's going to do next I, I get such a kick out of it when I glance over and he's going and he's writing he's <laughs> like having that kind of freedom to One be able to do that kind of crazy should, stuff on stage on, we should put you on like the like if you're like on your knees with the the dolly and i'll just like put, give you a show oh yeah dude it's so good if you have but like on dude, a track wouldn't it be great so if we did like, if you if we have you push him along on a dolly while he's like for a nee, 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 yeah, just have, like, and the you ride him along suit, yeah know, dude exactly <laughs> dude dude you got it oh my god we got to plan that for one of these things especially so for sick. tonight would be so funny dude Kind of Dude, I, you know like what? You ought to so try fun. that tonight. Why not? What is there to lose? Because there's going to be cameras to capture it. Yeah. And that would be beautiful because nobody would see it coming. Nobody would see it coming. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. And you just slowly like. Dude, you can put like. Yeah, you have to like. And you, you can pretend like you're, 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 you know, the saxophone is your aura, of course. I think the best way to do that. <laughs> I think the best is like put you on one of, one of your own that says Yali Crew. Like one of those uh, stage boxes. Oh, yeah, right? dude. Because it's got handles. Too. Oh yeah. And then it, I think if you put like a blanket over oh, yeah. it, you know, like the moving blanket, so it's like completely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those horse costumes or something, right? Where someone is like the, the butt of it. So you're just like this walking. It almost looks like a droid. <laughs> it's like we got a freaking Yali crew droid. That's <laughs> oh, some other time, but that would be, oh my that would God. be a lot of fun. Oh my God. It reminds me of the one they see up in the, uh, is it the sand, you know, the thing that the Jawas are riding in? And, uh, dude, it reminds me of that, like, it's like a square robot. It's got those legs. That's kind of what I'm getting the image of as you're pushing him along on this. Can you imagine you like just actually use the back ass of a, a horse costume? Dude, that would be, <laughs> yeah. God, be so yeah. funny. Yeah, because then it adds to this effect. God, you know, I, you know what? I, I would get such a kick out of it if there were cost, if you guys, you know, and this has been a, a dream of mine is to see, you know, pe people dressed as a, a, a fish, you know, you know, dolphins and whether it's crabs, whether it's and I saw that dream come true at one of our at one of our festivals where we had a crab on stage and a shrimp up on stage oh, yeah. during sailing. And I'm like, oh my God, the, the dreams come true. And so dude, that'd be so kick ass, dude, if we had if you guys like at certain parts of the show, there's you know you know, there's like a Kraken costume or something, you know, that worth <laughs> You're each an arm of this thing, you know? Holy shit, dude. Or, like, imagine it's, like, you know, uh, just some sort of, like, you know, I don't know, some sort of, like, a mer-creature. Mer <laughs> just come out the way the dance. <laughs> yeah, like, we're at the bottom of the ocean. Like, we're those, like, little figures that are at the bottom of the aquarium, you know? You're just one of the creatures at the bottom. Oh my god! One dude. of the coolest things I saw at the uh, at the bowl. Jack Johnson had a his backdrop was these chains. It was like chain like uh, chain link, right? But it was like a ton of them hanging. And the cool part, like uh, it would stay up to like 25 miles an hour wind, so you could do it at festivals and everything. But they projected images on it. It was like glittering the whole time. Oh wow! Dude, it was so cool, man. I mean, I can't imagine oh, the wind. You know what's so crazy is that one of my dreams is to see what what a, mo a movie would look like projected on a fog if a fog machine was coming out at a steady pace. What would that picture look like on fog? And You've it's been, been a dream of mine. Caribbean, right? Like on the on, at Disneyland. 
Oh shit, that's right. They yeah, do stuff Davy like that Jones, where they project. Davy Jones is there. They project onto it. Oh shit, man. Because they do it right there. But I'd love to see like if you know, especially with fog machines, that if you project images upon the fog where the fog itself is the screen, you know, at, at yachtly cruise shows where it's like, you know, I don't know if it'd be waves or if it would be like a, you know, well, forget. Oh, could you imagine seagulls flying would, through the? It would be a lot easier. Like if you guys, let's say, like you booked a tour and it was all theaters. Then you can oh do, God, like, dude. they have low-level fog that they put out, and it stays. Dude, you know, at, like, an oh, And dude. as long as you had the, like, one of those big backdrops, Shit. then you pretty much essentially Because you could, you could shoot, like, an image from the balcony or something, and, like, imagine that. Some kind of, like, you're projecting, like, a freaking seagull flying across. What if you had a projector, instead of projecting on the fog of a screen... Like you project it on the ground, so it just the, the fog is like whoa, like you know, whoa. the stage is the, whoa, whoa. I mean, you I don't know that you is good, dude. So the beam down. coming down is going to look like the image, is what you're saying, right? Like, so you project, like, say, like the whoa. ocean onto whoa. the fog, and that it's like is a low cool. level fog. So that like you're is, playing in the ocean or something. Whoa, that is kick ass, dude. You know what I mean? Be cool. Whoa, man. Wow, 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 wow. These are the kind of experimentations that excite the hell out of me. And especially when I, you know, because I, you know, and we've, we frequently have had this extraordinary, extraordinary image where, where he is hooked up like one of those little, you know, like the love cherubs that are shooting arrows at you. Yeah. But he's shooting Yacht Rock and he's, he's, got his, he's got a saxophone on him and it takes him off into the sky. You know, maybe two, two, you guys come over and you put wings on his back and then, and then well, like, a zip line from him up to, into the balcony, you know? Cause, well, that's the beautiful thing about you guys playing with a backtrack. It's like, you know, Katy Perry at the uh, Santa Barbara, not Santa Barbara, the, uh, in LA at the Staples Center, she literally flies like across like the, the arena, a couple different places. Like, and she's harnessed in. And dude. Like, dude. Like, you, dude, remember the, because, uh, like, you know, they can do, like, the slow drop. Like, that would be incredible. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, on yeah. The sax, like, oh, my God, drop. dude. Oh, my um, God. But there's also, like, I don't know if you remember, like, WWE, like, the pro wrestling, right? Yeah. I never really watched it, but there was one guy called Sting. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Had, like, just, but he would always drop in from, like, he would just, like, <laughs> come in on this I just descended the from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. And you know what? Maybe like if you know what? And, and I think about this too. Like, how cool would that be if there's like a mini, a very small fog machine that could attach to his back, so a, a like a trail of fog is coming off his back. Like he's almost like a comet. Like, you know, like he's a rocket. You know. You know, it would be really cool to like if you guys do do the. America's Got Talent to see like if you can you know ask what kind of, of time, capabilities like, what, what do you have oh. and then just like I mean dude, have someone do it for America's it for Got you. Talent you zip off into the sky oh my god like, dude that, that could be legitimate dude if they, oh my god if oh. they were able to I'm like, shaking in my boots that. thinking about this <laughs> oh my god if they could fulfill every dream quality I, I, I've got a, quite a brainstorm for those folks. I mean, holy moly. If, if they're able to kind of pull team off. You with like a set director. Oh my like, God. Who like actually knows what is possible. And yeah. And design it around your, your show. I just heard about social distancing Oktoberfest. How do you do that? Well, you put your leader hosing on and drink beers on Skype. Man, 
How do you social distance things? I don't know. I mean, are you going to social distance the Yachtly crew? How do you do that? We're still trying to social distance the band, getting the band back together, but we can't figure it out. Man behind the machine. It's so interesting with the social distancing stuff that's going on. Um, these shopkeepers are, you know, if, if they want to stay open, if they wanted to have people out there eating at their place, they'd have to spend all this money. This, from what I understand, spend all this money to then have outdoor seating and then, you know, now they're getting closed again. And then you start seeing mayors and governors and the such not following the orders that they're giving everybody else. And you're going, okay, do you actually believe in the things that you're telling us to do or do you not? Is, are you serving someone else who's telling you? giving you the orders to give us, you know, it's, it just keeps going around, going around and going around and going around, man. <laughs> just keeps going around. And what's interesting is the ways that people are finding uh, uh, clever avenues to accomplish prime directives, <laughs> certain modus operandi, if you will, uh, where we've performed, where Yachtly Crew has performed uh, it's at drive-ins, basically, so far. We've played at the Rubido drive-in, the Ventura County Fairgrounds drive-in. We did Del Mar. Uh, and it's really interesting because you hear the the honks of the horns. You you hear the... Actually, actually in this episode, if you listen to this episode, you, you'll hear... Um, I just realized that I, I, I recorded... I recorded some behind-the-scenes stuff before our show at... Uh, Adventure of Fairgrounds, I think it was last weekend. It's been a while, actually, now I'm looking at this, that I've been doing podcasts. Uh, I've been kind of addicted to doing TikTok videos, uh, which, by the way, if you happen to have TikTok, I would say, or, or if you don't, man, I would say get an account. Get an account. You've got so much great information. 15 seconds or, th- or one-minute uh, videos, I mean, it's... It's 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 crazy. There's such potential to reach people. You ha- you have no idea what what video you make that's gonna. It's very crazy. It's very crazy the way that that uh, you might wake up in the morning and find you've got one thousand extra followers, and you're going, "How the heck did that happen?" And you realize that they happen to like one of your videos, and you're going, "That's quite interesting. This resonates with the people," and that's a great way to be. It's a beacon for finding your people. So I'm getting off the subject here. Yachtly Crew, those were social distance shows because these people are in their cars, they're honking, they're blinking their lights. Um, we we did a social distance show at Pala Casino where we were on the stage outside in the back uh, area and then, then they had ch- chairs, like little spots of like three or four people. Uh, little pods, I think they called it. Uh, it's interesting when you get into the intricacies of these things and the ways in which they, certain rules and regulations are justified or they find justifications to, to, to say this is why this needs to happen or why that needs to happen. For instance, in the pool area, you don't have to wear your mask or anything. So it's, you know, one might say, is there rhyme? Is there a reason? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
And then, and then everybody's got their own different protocol of doing it. So over there in this town, they're doing this. Over there at this, in this building, they're doing this. Over there in that town, they're doing this. So uh, it's, it's all up for grabs. <clears throat> it's all up for grabs, but people are doing their best to try to keep, it, keep people safe. We just had to uh, delete. I'll just, <laughs> we had to delete a show. Um, or as the kids like to say, cancel. We had to cancel a show. <laughs> We had to cancel a show. Uh, we had to de- alt control delete a show uh, for a Yali Cruz show that we we're going to have in Arizona, actually, at the Marquee Theater. Where and now that I think about this, now that I say this out loud, I'm going to attach at the beginning of this episode uh, the Mickey Dolan's endorsement for Inspirato Projecto that I got when I saw him perform when I saw the Monkees. Well, him and Nesmith, Peter Tork. I had an emergency. He couldn't play that night. Uh, but it was Nesmith, Mickey Dolans. They had great projections of Davy Jones up there, all the other guys. Well, well, of course, all the other guys. Uh, Peter Tork wasn't there, so they had projections of him too. But it was a really cool time, really cool time. I met Mickey Dolans there. I had him endorse this show. Actually, before it was a podcast, back when it was still a radio show. It was for the radio show. Little did I realize that, you know, I'd come across Anchor. My buddy Lawrence would tell me about Anchor, and then all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm using this, getting it out there. So that's how we were social distancing the shows. We had to cancel our marquee theater is what I'm trying to say. Our your, your marquee theater show, really big shoe. We had to cancel it uh, because the cases went up out there in uh, <clears throat> is that Tempe? Tempe, Arizona. The cases went up. Throw the roof. Throw the roof, Alice. To the moon. Oh, little puppy. My sister is watching her uh, boyfriend's dogs. He, he was out of town. So we're watching these two little tiny, tiny dogs. They're about the size of the cats. For my sister's cats, it's so funny. So funny to see the various behaviors of these creatures. Anyway. I hope your COVID is moving and grooving. You're staying active. If you're on TikTok, fi- find me on at uh, Inspirado Projecto. I've been starting Dolores Cannon. I know I've been talking about her like crazy. I finally put up videos of her and people seem to like it. So it's great. It's bringing people out of the woodwork. They're sharing their stories. They're now wanting to start making, uh, I'm trying to inspire them to tell their stories. Some of these people did QHHT, quantum healing hypnosis technique. Some did it. Some of them are practitioners and I'm, trying to get them to share their stories. Anyway, I hope all is well and you're you're staying inspired, man. Thank you for calling in. Hey Kurt, check this out. We have found a new app called Stereo. I think I might have told you about it or someone might have. Anyways, if you want to stream like live, it gives you the opportunity to speak to another person. Um, you can have conversations. Not all of them are going to work out, but there are a lot of people on this app that will resonate with you and the stuff that you have to say. And I think that you might like it. And just an FYI that every week there's a $10,000 grand prize if you place at the top place of the week. So, um... It does go down from there. The second place prize is at the, uh, five thousand, and I think one thousand, and then it goes down by a hundred dollars until you get to three hundred. And anyways, check it out, bro. See you there. 
I'm listening to the Awesome Sauce Radio. I'm listening to the Awesome Sauce Radio. Thank you for telling me about this. You know, it's so funny. This is yet another one of those examples where you, you build it and they will come kind of thing. And by that, what I mean is that you build it in your brain. You, you imagine a reality where something like this is a possibility. Uh, that's why I was so astounded when you first told me about Spoon. And now I hear about Stereo and oh my God. Thank you. Thank you for having my, my best, high, most highest vibrating interests at heart. Thank you for guiding me into that harmony. Finding my people. <laughs> and you have found your people. We, have, we, we are our people. Huh? How cool is that? Our tribes, our tribes, uh, blending together. Venn diagramming, baby. Venn diagram. Venn diagram. <laughs> Vooming, zooming, bippity booming, baby. Bleeping and blooping. From from uh, from Timbuktu to Kalamazoo. <laughs> what? Little puppy. Little puppy. Oh, you're so cute, little puppy. Little puppies. Thank you. Thank you for telling me about that. Uh, because how cool would that be to be rewarded for your concoctions, your creations? In fact, maybe I could uh, interview the masterminds behind this app and find out what is going. What is going on here? How do you? Where do you come up with this money, folks? Who are your investors, and can I meet them? Can I meet him? Because I've got some movies to finance, baby. Speaking of which, speaking of which, if you have, if which, uh, if you like witches, skeletons, uh, as Allen Ginsberg used to say, skeleton. If you like witches, and a witch way blues, and a witch way blues. What if that whole movie was about a man and a witch instead of a man and a... Oh, no, a witch. A witch and a uh, an orangutan. That'd be pretty cool. Hannah, which way balloons? Maybe it's time to do a remake, huh? And which way balloons? Do we turn the orangutan into a sloth? What are your thoughts? I'm thinking something that speaks, speaks sign language, and that's, that's as far as I'm going to go with that. That's as far as I'm going to go with that. But I, I hope that uh, that if you have friends, I hope that if you have friends who love Halloween, who love horror movies, who like comedy horror movies, who um, are fans of, let's say, Stand By Me meets Stranger Things meets uh, oh, homage, homage to 80s, 80s uh, slasher movies. Please, please keep 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 passing this information along. December eighth. That's tomorrow, because I plan on putting this episode out today. That's how excited I am. I felt so prolific lately. I've been call, going crazy on TikTok, and now I'm gonna get going crazy again on uh, on Instagram, on uh, on 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 Anchor, Anchor. Uh, so yeah, and now it's stereo. I'm listening to an awesome sauce radio. I'm listening to an awesome sauce radio. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Thank you for turning on and shining the light. (laughs) 
Your reflections are reverberating. They are reverberating. They're resonating. They're they're blipping and blooping across the stratosphere of reflections everywhere. Multi-dimensions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. May we remind you that one of the things the madman in the previous ranting neglected to say is that Black Pumpkin comedy Halloween horror slasher film is available December 8th, 2020 on Amazon Vudu, iTunes, Google Play, Direct TV, Spectrum, Comcast, Fondango Neo, and other sources. If you like Halloween and you like 80s slosher films, Tune in to Black Pumpkin. Kurt, hello. I am loving your ramble here. And thank you so very much for the kind words out here. It's Maria. Hi. I actually have a video of you and I in conversation about creative freedom. And I haven't had a chance to fix it up a little bit to produce it onto YouTube. It is available on the Strong Body, Strong Soul Facebook page. But I love it what you just said here on your show about embarrassment and such. And in our conversation, one of ours that's out there already, um, you said something about regret and embarrassment. Which one are you willing to live with? And you know what? (laughs) Being yourself, exploring all these things. It's just such an amazing thing to it's such an amazing thing to keep learning and growing and relearning how this one minute message thing cuts me off sometimes. But you know, learning to be yourself without worrying about what other people think about you. I'm starting to hop around platforms a little more. I'm starting to test out Podbean. I was on the beach yesterday, and I recorded a little breathing meditation that I'm going to share on the new show soon. So thank you so much for the encouragement. Thank you so much. You feed my soul. You really do, Kurt. And um, take care. Maria, thank you so much for your enlightenment, your insight, your wisdom, your desire to become a limitless, multidimensional being, and for sharing that extraordinary information with the rest of the populace through all of your various tentacles through which your inspiration travels enhancing the reflections of the populace, the seen and the unseen. That includes all of the beings right now that are, that are 
standing around you watching what you're watching what you're doing all the ets all the guides all the angels call them what what you will all the phantoms all the all the seemingly invisible phantoms that are just vibrating at such a high rate we cannot see them right now however the good news is where there is a will there is a way we will invent the inventions necessary so that will happen that will happen i realize a lot of times on my um conversations in my insights uh on the podcast it's crazy because i sometimes i don't know what it is that i'm putting specifically into the podcast what i've talked to people about and then sometimes i talk to people and then we come across extraordinary nuggets of information and i go well, you know what holy cow and then that'll channel then then back through while i'm uh doing it doing a podcast episode i'm like oh you know it's some revelation you want to share your revelations your epiphanies um one of the epiphanies that I noticed on TikTok right now that I'm so excited about, it's like, wow, is I'm seeing so many, and it's, and it's usually, it's, you know, mostly young, the young people, um, they're, they're, they're really questioning the social constructs in all, they're really examining it, looking at it in all directions. They're questioning money. They're questioning why do we have these specific rules? What's the use of this? What's the, you know, they're really getting good, d diving deep into the motivations and they're, they're deconstructing. And what comes with that, you know, deconstructing the social constructs, then now it gives us such empowerment to then build in its place the, 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 the reality that we're choosing, that we want to, the one that vibrates highest with our uh, excitements, passions, enthusiasms, et cetera, and so forth. So you know all this stuff. I know all this stuff. And <laughs> that's why we, we have these, uh, these various avenues to spill the information, to spill the information, spill it out of there. Do you have a TikTok, Maria? As if you don't have enough social networks and apps and uh, 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 ways to get your 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 uh, your epiphanies and revelations out there. As if you don't already have enough, might I also suggest TikTok? It's fast. It's easy. Oh my God! You, it's you get to uh, you could take information that you've already done, just repurpose it. Even you know, if you don't want to do new stuff. However, I find that hard to believe. You've always got revelations, bleep bloop in that antenna of yours. You're going to want to share it. And it's a beacon. So, in fact, that might even be a, a, a theme of this, of this episode. The beacon. The beacon. B, 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 E. Ooh. B, E, A, C, O, N, B. Maybe... A C O N. I for some reason what's coming in, what's blipping to me right now is that that be beacon beacon. I wonder if that's like a derivative of the word action. Be action. Beacon. Beak. Con. Con. B e a c o n. Be a be a be a con conduit. A contributor. A constructor. A conductor. Ooh, beacon. Beacon, be the conductor. Wow, you just helped me solve a mystery, or a mystery right now. Beacon, 
be the be the conductor. Uh, this little doggy here that we're watching wants to say stuff. What are your thoughts? Do you have something else to say? Maria, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. Is, is everyone having a good time so far? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, all, we're, all, we're all having a good time just sitting here on the old floor, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And right now, I am, this, is, this next guest of mine on this show tonight is a very special guest. He is sort of like a protege. Uh, he has opened for me in several concerts that I've done all over the country. And uh, I consider him a special, uh, special, very special guest because uh, I, he's my protege. That's it. And his name is Tony Clifton. Everybody out here, everybody feeling good? Yeah. All right. You know, I just came back uh, from the east. Let me tell you something. It was so uh, cold there. How cold was it? I don't ask you. I didn't ask you. Can we start this again? I, I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you. Come on up here. Why don't you come up here? I didn't ask you a question. If I ask you a question, you answer. All right, for you too. You don't tell me. Anyway, it was very cold out of the back east. I thought it's something funny. You know, all buildings, they had to have heaters. So they make it hot. People go in the buildings, they cool, they, they, they get warm because they, they, they're cold on the street. I thought it's something funny. What if, what if they put air conditioning in the buildings instead, you know? That'll be cold, colder. <laughs> All right, thank you. Hey, Kurt, this is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelley Films, and we have a message for you. This, this is, is Mad Shelley Films, and, and you're, you're listening, listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio. Radio. 